1: What's up, guys? Welcome into another edition of Bogey Free. I am your host, Matt Jones. You can find me on Twitter at Matt Jones TFR, and I am joined, as always, on our slate breakdown by Evan Cheney, who you could find on Twitter at echaney69. You can also find his work uh, doing some NHL work over at Numberball. What's up, Ev? How are we doing tonight?
2: Fantastic. Besides uh, having PTSD over last week
1: yeah it was uh i I talked about it a little bit on the on the solo pod that came out yesterday and uh yeah had had nineteen of twenty with six of six through the cut and lost money on the birdie so
2: it's the best of us right
1: mm, i guess i i I've never heard of such a thing like I don't so Sung Jae Im was in, in my, in a bunch of my lineups and he was in the top 10. <clears throat> I don't know if I had another guy like inside the top 30 and <laughs> they all made the cut. Like it was just absurd. The, just when I was scrolling through, I'm like, all right, I'm like, you know, this is fine. I'm like, it's Sunday. We're heading into Sunday. I got six to six. I'm going to start climbing with some of these. Not thinking I had like a legit sweat or anything. Like I knew I didn't have like i didn't have a good combination of like really high up there on the leaderboard but i'm like i'm i'm not gonna lose with 95 percent six of six so you thought that's not a thing that's gonna happen right and i'm just sitting there watching and like an hour before the tournament ends i'm like up quite a bit and then all the, like the last three or four groups finished the last three or four holes and it was just just dropping like a fly it was not great um but it happens right
2: i, I i've never heard of such things happen but like
1: well that's that's what we absolutely. provide that's what we provide here at uh at bogey free presented by rotoviz we need to uh we need to break new ground and be uh be trendsetters here so maybe this is a new thing it's unique yes absolutely for sure uh, before we jump into the show today, I do want to remind you guys that if you are a listener of the show who is not already subscribed to Rotoviz, you can get a special ten percent discount through the podcast page by going to Rotoviz.com slash podcast. We obviously have the NFL draft coming up. Um, I believe the senior bowl is going on right now. I saw I know I saw some some hand size measurements and other things floating around Twitter God. today. So uh, is it that time of year already? Something's happening uh with the draft. <laughs> so um but yeah, if you're in dynasty leagues, if you're if you're trying to uh play the Super Bowl showdown slate, whatever you're into, um Rotoviz has you covered and you can get ten percent off by going to Rhodoviz.com slash podcast. So make sure you check it out. And uh yeah, good uh <laughs> good luck with that. Um congrats real quick to Daddy Biggs for his listener league takedown. He's definitely won before. Um, had a really, really solid lineup with three guys in the top 10. He only, he had a five of six, um, but three top 10s will, will get it done most of the time. So, uh, good on you, sir. And, uh, hopefully we see you in the listener league streets again this week. I believe
2: that it's full now.
1: It's like, if it's not full, there's only a couple of spots. So I've been posting it when the, uh, when the solo pod goes up. So if you, Um, if you're not in the actual league and you're not getting alerts, you're probably going to get shut out of it most. Yeah, it's full already. So make sure you join the actual league so you get the alerts when it, when it posts. Um, and if we fill a couple more weeks, like Tuesday night, then I'll make it 75 next, uh, in the next couple of weeks. But, um, all right, enough of, enough of the housekeeping garbage. We have a slate to break down it is the farmer's insurance open it is tory pines the north and south course um one round a piece before the cut and then we have a traditional you know friday cut uh like usual not like last week with the saturday uh the saturday cut and um yeah three rounds at the at the longer course and one round at the shorter course so um if you want to see the preview it's linked in my article, the expected birdies article. So go ahead and check that out. Um, but let's hit, let's hit some buyer ourselves. We have Rory McElroy, $11,600 this week. What are we doing with Rory? He's clearly the best golfer in the field, right? By a, uh, by a hefty margin. I,
2: I would say so. Depending on where value ends up – value, how it ends up shaking out this week, I would say he's definitely viable. And my question then becomes, who do you put around him? That's really all I have to say about him. Yeah. Like, I buy it. I buy him for sure.
1: Yeah. he um, he's, the, he's the absolute top of the power ranking model this week. Um, and it's a pretty – it's a pretty big gap between him and the next highest golfer, who we'll talk about a little bit later. Um, and I was looking through, and I'm gonna I'm gonna write this up this week um, about the power ranking model. But basically, he has a hundred because he's the the highest score on the on the yeah. week. But golfers with a score of eighty or higher in the power ranking model only make up ten percent of like the field it, as like across. I don't know, since like 2004, since I back-tested it. But they've accounted for 42% of the wins on tour. So um, definitely looking to get these types of guys into your lineup uh, when you're looking at the article. If a guy has a score over 80, he is fitting into that bucket. And Rory is the the absolute top of that list. So um, I don't know that you would feel terribly comfortable playing him in cash just because of what else it puts you on. Um, but if you if you have a good core <laughs> with uh, with a couple of 6K guys that make the cut and you and you have Rory in there, I think you're probably in for a pretty good week. so um, definitely something to consider and we will talk about some of those cheaper guys uh, down at the bottom of the show for the GPP plays. Um, so I'm buying him. Uh, definitely in GPPs, I I just think his win equity is pretty much unmatched uh, in the field this week. What about what about Decky? He's nine thousand nine hundred dollars. Um, seems a little cheap. Obviously, this is a stronger field than we've uh, than we've really seen at all this year so far, for sure. Um, what are you? What are your thoughts there?
2: So, this would come down to how much one weighs putting here. Because obviously, with Decky, you always have putting concerns. So, if you're not weighing putting all that, like, how would you personally weigh putting here?
1: Uh, I mean, how long do you have? You want me to explain? I,
0: I have all night. We
1: <laughs> look, I mean, it's, it's one of those things where he's obviously. Um, you can't count on him gaining e- anything on the greens. I, I think with his ball striking, you can make an argument that it doesn't matter as much. Like at the Sony, he gained five point eight strokes on approach, um, and an- almost another three around the green. If he's going to have a performance like that, then you know he he lost almost three and a half strokes putting at the Sony and still finished 12th because the he's gaining strokes everywhere else. So, um, I mean, you definitely can't rely on like over five strokes gained approach per, uh, per tournament. But, um, I don't know, man, like I, I just can't, I can't not play him because of that. Like if if that was if that was a strong enough concern, then you would ever never ever ever play Hideki Matsuyama. So what you're saying
2: is because Deki... I mean, Decky is just that good elsewhere that you just play him.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, he's he's gained strokes T to green. All right, let me let me rephrase that. He's only lost strokes T to green two times since August of 2018.
2: Yeah. That's so, pretty
1: good. That's good. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. Um so like for me he's definitely his ownership is going to be through the roof. Um he's going to right now he has the third most tags on fan I think he'll probably uh I-, I could see a case where he might even leapfrog, uh the two guys ahead of him and be one of the like top two owned guys on the slate even at 9900. So you have to decide like what you're going to do with that. But as far as like, just from a golf perspective, he's, he's obviously a buy for me.
2: I think we could both agree on that. at 9900, you are still getting a very good price on a very good golfer. Right. So,
1: all right, let's hit, Let let's hit some over unders. We, uh, you're, you, you took a commanding lead last week. I'm two back of you now. You're uh, you're two and four. I'm four and or backwards. Uh, yes. You're four and two, and I'm two and four. Um, long season though, so I- I'm not worried. But uh, Best we're going to start mm-hmm. with Ricky Fowler. He's ninety seven hundred this week, and I put the number at fifteen and a half. So you have the honor here.
2: Uh, I want to say under, but at the same time, there's guys. Playing this week, that I would be very scared to put an under on Rory there, or Ricky, Ricky.
1: So you're going over. I'll go over. Look at you. that
2: gotta be balls. Thing is, like with Fowler, it's like I don't get very strong vibes with him right now. Hmm. I don't know why. Like I know he like he did well last last week.
1: Yeah, he like, finished. He's finished tenth. But it was, um, it was
2: kind of a weak finish, though.
1: Like, yeah. it was a bad tenth.
2: You know what I mean? Because he was he was first round leader, tied for first, going into what Friday, Saturday.
1: Um. Yeah, going I know into he Saturday.
2: Yeah, and then he goes down to T three the end of Saturday, and now he ends tenth. Like, I don't want to see that. Like, yeah, tenth looks good, but. Not the way he did
1: it. Yeah. I mean, he, so he definitely struggled on stadium. He lost, he lost strokes. Uh, that was supposed to be the
2: speed, easy course.
1: No, stadium is the harder course. Harder. Of the three, but they're still all easy. But he, he for sure struggled um, on the, those two rounds were the only ones that were measured for strokes gained and he lost strokes everywhere but off the tee. Um, i mean he's he's for sure gonna make the cut I would think, and I'm not terribly concerned about the field strength i think this is i think this is probably um it's probably good that he played last week as far as just like you know getting back into the swing of things where a lot of these guys are making their first starts that are quote unquote above him so i'm gonna i'm gonna go under um i think that he has like a like a top ten um, firmly in his in his range of outcomes. So uh, we'll be. Yeah, it's in his
2: range of outcomes, but
1: like,
2: I don't know. If I'm, a, if I'm a gambling man, I like the uh, I like the odds. You might get on over fifteen and a half. That's well, just that's just. Me. We'll find
1: out. That's just me. Um, how about Ryan Palmer? He is eight K, and I put it at twenty-seven and a half.
2: Oof! It's a toughie. I, I don't. I don't. He's not coming into this tournament looking too hot. Over. I mean, over his last fifty rounds, he, he really isn't. He's got. He's got bad around the green game. He's got iffy. I know that we talked about putting, but the putting is still iffy. Um, ball striking's even iffy. I, I don't. I don't like it. I'll go over.
1: Yeah. I'm going to go over to, I I think, I think he's fine. Um, I, I, there's definitely some guys in his price range that I like a little bit more. He he's fourth in, uh, tags on FanShare right now. So I think his ownership might get a little wonky. He does have, uh, the, the, the dreaded course history here. So, um, I'm sure that's going to inflate his ownership to points where I'm not going to play him. Uh, he is he has a seventy five in the power ranking, so not not awful um historically, guys in that range have finished in the top twenty like less than a quarter of the time, so like twenty four percent so i think it's i think it's a pretty reasonable line well I made the line so i of course i think it's reasonable but <laughs> um yeah i'll I'll go slightly over i think he makes the cut and probably ends up like t forty like somewhere in that range wouldn't really shock me. Um, and then I'll start with, uh, I'll, I'll start with Straka here. Sep Straka at 6,900. I put it at over under 32 and a half. He's, um, super cheap. I think he's going to potentially get popular. He's, he's 10th right now in tags. Um, he is, uh, he played really well last week. He's not necessarily like a, a household name by any stretch, but he, um, he, he definitely fits here. He's 16th in expected birdies this week. He's finished fourth last week, um, had a pretty good putting week, but he also struck the ball really well in the measured round. So um, I think I'm going to go under that number. I think it's a, a smidge too high.
2: You know what? Yeah, I'm going under there. His I, I think as I keep reading around here, I know off the tee matters a lot. Uh, yeah, gaining strokes off the tee. He's eighth in the field in strokes gained off the tee. So you know what? Big under.
1: Big under. Huge
2: under on seven. Yeah,
1: he he it's hasn't lost strokes on a uh, he hasn't lost strokes off the tee since uh, the beginning of April last year. So um, definitely definitely a good tee game. His approach kind of comes and goes. And right now it seems like it it snapped back into form. So you kinda have to ride him when uh when that's going on because when he loses it, it's uh it's a pretty ugly affair. So um he had he had five miscuts, then a fourth at the at the Houston Open, then three miss cuts, and then a couple of made cuts to start the year uh in January. So um, definitely a GP, more of a GPP guy than anything else. He's, he definitely has a yeah. the
2: textbook definition of boomer bust.
1: Yeah. He has a, he has a big stretch. Like he can, he can pull out an 11th place finish or he can just eject and shoot like 82, 78 and just walk home. <laughs> um, all right. So we are going to switch over to the mid range matchup now. We have, uh, in the article, you'll see Harris English at 7,400 versus Keegan Bradley at 7,300. But we are going to talk about Colin Morikawa at 8,900 and Scotty Scheffler at 8,800. So who uh, who do you got here? Because for me, the power ranking is identical. And the expected birdies metric has Morikawa second, and Scheffler fourth. So this is about as close of a decision as I'm probably going to have this week. And I think it's an important one because Scheffler is obviously going to be popular after his performance last week. It really looked like he had a chance to win. Um, Morikawa is just a popular, you know, just becoming pretty popular in general. Um, So I'm leaning... I'm leaning a little, like, a very slight bit to Morikawa just because I feel like he um, – I just think I trust him more, and I think they're playing close enough right now that I just I, – I, I lean towards Morikawa because I really think that he's, like, the next, like, dude that just starts running away with tournaments.
2: That can certainly be the case. I wouldn't doubt that. Um, you better not. <laughs> But as far as this week is concerned, I I I, I would say Scheffler. I know, like he's obviously coming into this tournament with better recent form. If we're gonna go that path, and you know, Scotty Scheffler's just that dude.
1: There's also the uh, the <clears throat> Morikawa is playing with Tiger, which uh, people just lose their mind about. Um, so
2: see that is that actually a narrative
1: oh it's definitely a narrative i i mean he's playing
2: with tiger just that
1: i i don't really think that like the for me like i've never looked into this and i don't have like reliable pairing uh you know like reliable pairings in my database so i don't even know who has tested this or how or why but i would imagine that pre-cut is not as huge of a deal um, I could see it creeping into a guy's head on a Saturday if you're in contention and Tigers with you. Like I get, I get that to a certain extent, even though I, I mean, I wouldn't really make decisions off of that cause I can't quantify it, but I definitely, definitely, uh, am not worried about Morikawa, um, in that spot. Cause I, I just think he's too good.
2: Yeah. I mean, he's great, obviously, but, um, I don't know. It just My gut just says Shuffler. Yeah, that's fine. Just this week. If you want to talk about overall and who's going to be better in their careers, then that's different. Yeah. That's different. But Shuffler for me.
1: What do you say we hit? I some GP- see
2: a name place. here on this sheet. Oh, boy. That triggers me. What? At Keegan?
1: Yeah, that's in the article, though. What?
2: Yeah, we can like-
1: we, we gotta. We gotta get the people's clicks, Evan. We can't. We can't talk about things like this. You know that the ans- You know what my answer is. Uh, but for the people who are listening to this who just stumbled across our, you know, uh, these two idiots on a, a football channel talking about golf, we need to make sure that they click on the article. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: <laughs> do what you want. I, I just I, saw that name on there. I'm just
1: I was objective, but i yeah, it's right. I picked who you think I would pick yeah. um anyway <laughs> let's uh let's jump into some some of our favorite g p p plays we yeah. all the way up at the top, we have five guys in the five figure range. um, we talked about Rory already. who would be your next if you just had to pick? Uh, one other guy from the 10 K range and up who would, uh, who why would... not? Why not tiger? Like uh, obviously it's the fish pick. Sell me, sell me on tiger. I, tiger just well. Tori pots. <laughs> Tiger's just the goat at Tori pot. Oh my God. He's the goat everywhere. That's such a dumb shit thing. I hate, I hate this thing. I hate it so much. It's like, oh, yeah, no, Michael Jordan was really good at this basketball court. Like, no, he's just good at basketball. Yeah. Okay, we can't compare golf to bat because these courses are much different. You understand what I mean, though. I know People exactly like, what you're oh, talking about. Oh, Tiger's won this many tournaments in Ohio. He's done yeah. a smash. Like, no, he's won tournaments in every state. No, Tiger does
2: well when he – Tiger. Tiger does well when he goes up against teams that average six yards a player more. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Like it's just, it, it bugs me to no end. Like I, I just, Oh my God. I hate it so much. Like, yeah, I, I can't do this rant again. I, I really, if you can hear it in my voice, I really don't have the energy for this rant, but it's just so tilting every time I hear it. And I'm not like, I'm, I'm not like going at you. I know you're just saying it to say it, but like, there are people that are like, no, you don't understand. Like, you have to play him at X court. Like, no, you just play him all the time because it's Tiger Woods. That's why you play him, because he's very good at golf. Yeah. If you're not – if you weren't sure about it, he is confirmed good at golf.
2: Last I checked, <laughs> the, there's a guy – I forget who it is. I, it might be Snets, Snedigers? Um
1: Snedegers.
2: Yeah. A bunch of words just popped God. in my head. But I mean, we'll get to him. I, I'm just having a random thought right now. We'll get to him in a bit, though. But obviously, Tiger. I have I I oh my god I have a
1: groundbreaking analysis. Thank I you. have a
2: thought. Just just let it ride. But yeah, Tiger, Tiger, and then I mean, whoever you want at the top here. Can you make an argument against any of these 10k up guys? Like do you? Can you I'm make not, the argument against them? That's what I'm trying to say.
1: I mean, I, I personally am not like the biggest Justin Rose guy. Like I'm sure, people who have listened, um, to to anything, you you probably haven't heard me talk much about Justin Rose. He just never really moves the needle for me. Like I would, I would put him fifth out of the five at the top. Um, I think Xander like price included i think xander's probably um like neck and neck with rom for me behind rory but uh, like you could flip a coin with tiger also i i just i won't have any rose is what i'm getting at
2: okay so is that i'm assuming that's the only 10k enough guy that you would have an issue with presumably
1: yeah and i don't i don't i don't even really have like a strong take against him it's just that there's no way that i'm gonna fit I'm not going to build – if I build 20 lineups, I'm not going to have exposure to all five of these guys. Like, that's just – I don't think that that's the way to build your player pool. Um, okay. I think you have to take a stand somewhere, right? Take a I stand mean, somewhere, yeah. So it, that's that would be the stand, but it's not like, oh, my God, I think Justin Rose is going to, like, miss the cut and he's going to retire on Friday night. Like, it's not that <laughs> – um, I hope he doesn't retire. I mean, I wouldn't really care. He's kind of <laughs> kind of annoying. He's a relatively um, young guy. You know? Eh. Is he? Know. He's been around for a while.
2: Well, I, a lot of these guys have been around for a while.
1: No, they like, come up
2: when they're like fourteen years old.
1: Yeah, but he was so playing wild. like it maybe when you age. he's he's gonna be forty. Forty. He's turning forty this year.
2: He doesn't look forty.
1: That's what I'm saying. let's uh, let's get back (laughs) on the rails here let's uh let's hit the 9k range uh we talked about decky and ricky obviously um is there anybody your
2: your friend gary
1: oh always gary i mean we, we we gotta play him i mean this is this is a tough range for me to take a stand though because i i love i would love to get gary now sung jay all in um i guess you probably could right 95 93 and 91 like you could probably make a lineup with that i just don't know how good you'd feel about the bottom end but um those are my three in the in that range that i'm like trying to figure out a way to get in but they're all going to be popular gary uh Gary Woodland, Tony Finau, and Hideki are the three top tag golfers on FanShare right now.
2: Understandably so.
1: I think it's just a price thing too. Like it's people see that price for those guys and they expect it to be higher usually. I get that. Um,
2: I don't know. I I don't have any strong takes on the nine K either.
1: All right. So hit me with your hit me with your Snedeker take since you're just like. You're boiling over to to talk about Brant Snedeker because he you play you play him at Tory. You know he just you he do. smashes. He didn't. See, that's,
2: he so didn't I win see this. on a
1: complete fluke no. at so, Tory when there was a weather delay or anything. <laughs> Killing me. So I see this Colin Drew tweet this
2: morning, right? And it's saying you know it's like a, like a data golf visualization here. And it's just looking at
1: how bad of a course fit he is here. No, he won. How he won? It doesn't. He won. That's but how great him. of course history. Yeah. If he won, this is
2: like this is looking to be the ultimate debate of of how one values course history versus uh, course fit. Obviously, you and I side on the more reasonably logical portion of
1: this evan if he won at a course that means that he just gets an advantage he he starts with a head start he gets free drinks he gets he gets everything and his mental state nothing can be going wrong in his life when he comes back to a course that he won at this is the crux of course history and if you don't believe it then I am looking for a new co-host because I don't know what else to tell you. I I've Uh tried, I've tried and you just won't listen to me about this Uh course history stuff. So I don't Uh, know
2: what to tell you. you. I'm just saying like, I I just think across the board, you're really going to figure out the people that are course history versus course fit.
1: Yeah. And, and he, he's pretty to, to that end. I just saw the, the, uh, Drew B. Tweet at the, to that end, like he, he ranks pretty poorly in expected birdies, which is a measure of course fit also. And his power ranking isn't anything to really write home about. Like I, I would probably rather play Neiman or Smith like above him. I would consider dropping down to like Wolf or Palmer instead. Like they I just think there's enough options that I'm not going to go crazy on, on Snedeker this week, but that's, that is a good, uh, that is a good tweet by, by Colin, because he, uh, he and data golf do a lot of great work. So make sure you're, uh, you're following along with those guys as well during the week.
2: Yeah. Why not? You know,
1: little plug. Um, all right. We, we, we gotta, we gotta hit some value. We gotta get some cash locks and we gotta get out of here. So, what are gimme Do you have a couple of like just cheaper like gpp plays or just cheaper guys that you're considering in general um let's go like i guess you know 7k and the 7k range
2: i feel like you can make an argument for harris english
1: yes you can
2: you really can great off the tee um Great birdies guy overall, 7,400 seems pretty cheap for him.
1: Yeah, for sure. He's, he has a, he has an 83 in the power ranking this week, which is, um, again, in that same, you know, group that a lot of winners come from. I don't think he's going to win, but he, uh, he's definitely, definitely in a good spot. Um, compared to some of these other 74 uh, or 7k guys that you're just kind of like whatever about. Um, I do think Denny McCarthy is another guy who could be a little bit popular this week. He popped for sure in the expected birdies. He's pretty high up there. Um, and his power ranking is also, um, way up there as well. So those two at like the lower range of the 7k along with Tringali, um, I think you can you can build some pretty uh some pretty solid lines w- using those 3 and just rotating more expensive guys through the rest of your lineup if you want to go that direction.
2: Yeah, you can. Um kind of just circling through here. Trying to find I mean if you really have balls and I mean really have balls, you can go Vegas.
1: Yeah, it it was it, – we were close. Like, I, I I mentioned him in the article last week for for a GPP play. And I don't know if it was – I don't remember if it was Thursday or Friday. But he had a couple of – like, a little birdie streak. And I was like, all right, here we go. And then he just, like, literally did nothing. Um, but that's what he does. Yeah. He's super streaky. And he's he's just always going to be that guy. He's another one that's just, like, miscut, miscut you know, 15th place, miscut, miscut, 17th. Like, it, that's just what he does. You can't really – he doesn't even, like, trend in a certain direction. It's, like, literally a random number generator for his, like, strokes gained approach every week.
2: Seriously, it, it just seems that way. And then we can also maybe look at a Doc Redman.
1: Yes. Coke
2: rack. Bubba. Uh,
1: no Baba. Bubba. Um, i can i can get Elks. some i can get behind some doc redman at 6500 he popped uh really high in the expected birdies um and a little bit more expensive than than him at 6900 scott stallings um i believe he's uh he's a favorite of yours um he uh he's he just seems to i mean he's like okay like he's probably going to make the cut I don't think he has a ton of upside but I think that he um he definitely has uh an argument to be made for his uh fit this week.
2: Yeah, for sure. Um I, I don't know. Who
1: else? Nobody cheaper though, right? Are are you going to your boy Maverick? He has the number one uh expected birdies number this week. Really? Yes. Small-ish sample.
2: How? He's made a bunch of cuts in a row. Hold on. He's made what? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven straight cuts. Although his best finish is at the Houston, which... And then last week he finished 37th.
1: Yeah. I just think he... It's it's not really like, a, oh, this guy's going to he's gonna, you know, finish in like the top 12 or something. But I do think that he has like DraftKings scoring upside where he is more likely than a lot of guys in his range to outperform his finished position relative to his DraftKings scoring. Like he will score as many DraftKings points as guys that are like 10 places higher than him on the leaderboard just because he he just has that like volatility, like he'll get a, a few birdies, but he'll give a couple strokes back too. Um, so I think that that, that's probably why that's the, the argument for rostering him. Um, but that's like, that's a flyer. That's not like a, that's not a cash lock or anything.
2: No, I, I don't think it's any like of the guys you just mentioned. Yeah.
1: You, you can't, you can't cash lock a guy named Maverick. It's impossible. Yeah. Unfortunately right. not. Let's uh let's hit some let's hit some cash locks and we will hit the road. Um just to I I haven't been tracking yours but uh just to just to recap last week um both both guys through the cut. Um we are officially 5 of 6 uh for the season, so.
2: I know I put Shuffleer in there last week.
1: Yes. Oh. yeah I'm just I'm never gonna write yours down if you want to if you want to track your it's it's hard enough for me to do over unders it's uh yeah um so why don't you uh why don't you hit us with with a, a couple of you cash. always
2: you always just throw it to me first
1: I went first last week I don't <laughs> want to hear it all right let's go let's go chefware again
2: I really like that and let's go Tringale love me some Cameron Tringale let's do it
1: yeah yeah that's what I was thinking um for Tringale but now I don't think that I want to do that um yeah I I think I think it has to be Tringale I think 7100 is just stupid cheap for him yeah. um And since we're, since I'm, since I'm going a little bit cheaper there, I'm going to go a little bit higher than I usually go for the second guy and just lock in Morikawa too. I think those, I think those two give you a really solid um, just a really solid start to your lineup. And it gives you flexibility. Like if you want to find a cheap guy and then pay up at a couple of spots, you could do that. Or you can go balanced and just fill in with guys in between those two salaries and feel like really good about your your cut equity um and just hope that you find like a couple of couple of hot putters or something like that so um yeah, I think those I think those four uh well, I guess three guys are uh are gonna win some people some money this week, so thanks again, ev appreciate your time as always, sir. Uh, again, remember, you can check out his stuff uh, over at Numberball for NHL projections. And his Twitter is at EChainy69. I am Matt Jones. You can find me on Twitter at MattJonesTFR. And that's about it. So good luck this week, and we will talk soon. See you. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history.